Hello and welcome to the VBCOA podcast, a Building Code Skeets podcast. I am your host, Ms. Christina Jackson, VBCOA Education Chair, and with me today is Ms. Michelle Coward of the City of Richmond and the current second VP for VBCOA. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Christina. All right, Michelle. So first off, you're going to tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background with the City of Richmond. So like Christina says, I'm currently working with the city of Richmond. I am their deputy director for the property maintenance code enforcement division. Um, I have been with the city for about 25 years working with property maintenance um, division in various positions during that time. So during that time you've worked in various positions, how so? When I first started with the agency, I came in as a temp actually, Working as executive secretary, I got hired permanently as the executive secretary for the code official at that time. And then a property maintenance inspector, I went into the field environment to do something different. And after I did that for a couple of years, I came back into the office as a supervisor for inspectors and moved up to a program manager, the operations manager, and now I'm the deputy director of the agency. So you went through that so fast. You got to tell us, give us a little bit more detail, Michelle. How did this come across? Did you want to always be an inspector? Were you like in the in the office and you saw the inspectors and it just intrigued you to figure out what it is that they do out in the field every day? So, no, I did not always want to be an inspector. When I started with the city of Richmond as a temp, I had just gotten off active duty with the military and, and thought signing up with a temp agency would let me not be committed to anything until I figured out what I wanted to do in my civilian life. But I did, once I was temping in the office, I did um, enjoy what I was seeing the inspectors in the field do, the fact that they were going into communities and they were making a difference and they were helping people. And so that did intrigue me and made me want to consider being a field inspector, which started my process of learning about codes and getting my certification and then eventually um, getting a job with the city as a property maintenance inspector. And then the positions just came along where you had the opportunities to move forward and get into the supervisory position. So was that a hard transition? Did you face any adversity? Um, it was not hard for me because being on active duty in the military, I had already developed a lot of leadership and supervisory skills. So the transition was not hard. It was just different because when I first started with property maintenance or any in the code enforcement Um, world, it was not that many females. And so once I got into a supervisory position, I found that I was supervising um, complete male staff, which was challenging um, in and of itself. And code enforcement was not my background. My background was human resources. So what I knew about code enforcement, I was learning on the job. I was learning through reading the codes. I was learning through talking to people. So I didn't bring that knowledge with me. So I was in a position often where I had to prove that I had the knowledge in order to be accepted. Mm. And so that would you say that experience has made you the person that you are now and to be able to take on and tackle being the deputy director for the city of Richmond? Absolutely, yes. Um, from early on, I always knew that I had to 
do better, be better, and know more. And so always I was striving to, to stay connected to the code development and code enforcement world so I would have the latest information, so I would have knowledge when I showed up um, in meetings or conferences or any opportunity where I had to speak to what I did for my job day to day. So it did require me to always posture myself to be better than those that were around me. Mm. And so in doing that, would you say, how, how did you go about doing that? Was it during becoming a part of different organizations, reaching out and finding a mentor? How did you go about bettering yourself to know the code? So it did all of those things. I definitely started learning about the organizations that were committed to um, code enforcement and development, and I joined those organizations and started um, coming to their training opportunities and talking to people and networking with people. Um, I would run into people constantly at the different training that would continue to encourage me and often you know, be, and, um, became my mentor that I could reach out to. The fun thing about the organization that I was in, um, Virginia Building Code Officials Association, that it was statewide. So I was reaching out to people, you know, even though I'm in Richmond, I'm calling counterparts in Norfolk and Newport News and Virginia Beach asking questions and they're helping me to get a better understanding. And that was like invaluable to my career path. Very good, 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 good. So what is VBCOA? VBCOA is the Virginia Building Code Officials Association. It is a statewide organization that people join that is committed to building safe environment, safe structures within the city, um, life safety for the communities that they work in. And your role of VBCOA, how, how has it evolved over the years? <laughs> so currently, as Christina said, I am the second VP, second vice president for Virginia Building Code Officials Association. But when I first started with VBCOA, I really started at the region level. I'm um, part of region six. I would just come to the meetings. I would attend the training. I would listen to what was going on. Um, and then eventually I joined committees within my region. Um, to help the region to grow and do what it needed to do to support VBCOA. And then eventually I started getting positions, um, became the membership chair for VBCOA and worked that for a few years before I started my um, path on the leadership path for VBCOA and became Sergeant at Arms and now um, second vice president. And so where do you see the organization going? So, you know, as an organization, we're looking to be more diverse. We're, we're looking to expand our footprint to find a way to involve the newer generation, the younger generation, so that we can continue to be strong and relevant in the code development process. A lot of our members have been doing this for most of their life. And so we know that at some point, they're going to have to transition to doing something else called retirement. Uh, and we want to kind of prepare ourselves for that so that we can still be on the cutting edge of what we do as an agency. And we need the younger generation to understand the mission and vision of BBCOA so that they can help us carry that forward. And so what would that mission be? And then maybe expound on what exactly does that look like? Because we're giving a broad overview, but what exactly is BBCOA like honing in on to try to reach the youth? So um, honing in, you know, we have our high school technical program where we're trying to go into schools and get them as early as possible. Um, a lot of localities are probably initiating like different recruitment methods to bring people into code enforcement that may did not even think that was something they wanted to do. 
because everyone, you know, want to promote maybe college, but maybe college is not the path that people want to go. We want people to see that this, this is not just a job. It can definitely be a career. You can grow in the code enforcement arena. You can start at one point and be at the top um, throughout your time with that organization. So you don't have to worry about, I'm, I'm getting to a dead end job. No, you can look at it as a career and use it to guide, you know, to guide your path to do things throughout your time with a locality without having to move. I like what you said there. I like the fact that we are going to be highlighting in VBCOA that the fact that you can have a career in one locality and possibly move to another locality that you're not stationed, that you're not, uh, you have to, you don't have to be stagnant in just one area, just in case you feel like you, you're being squashed and can't grow and you want to grow your career. I really like that. And I think that's encouraging to our listeners to hear that, that that's what BBCOA is, is looking for. Um, how do you feel about the diversity part as you being the first female, African-American female to represent on the VBCA board on a state level, how does that make you feel? Um, it's absolutely an awesome accomplishment. Um, I am glad that I have that opportunity to represent, but as I look out in the spaces that I'm in, I'm hoping that that will grow and I will see more of a representation as part of the organization. We have a ways to go, but I'm encouraged that, you know, in the next three to five years, that landscape will change and more African-American and women will be more involved in the organization and part of what the organization does. So what the organization was to move forward on, you know, inclusiveness is what young, most young people and most people who are looking for different career paths is what they're looking for. So I think that's just very encouraging, to, you know, to also hear you say that. Do you like being a property maintenance? Uh, did you like being in property maintenance? And do, do you like your job in general? I absolutely love being in property maintenance. I like the opportunity to make a difference, to educate people on, you know, the fact that you deserve to live in minimum standard housing, that this is this is your right to do so. It doesn't matter where you live at, where your house is located, who you are, how much rent you pay or don't pay. Minimum standard is owed to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and so I get the opportunity a lot of times to speak at community meetings and outreach opportunities and let people know what your rights are. Mm. Um, and so I definitely love that part. I love the part now that I'm in a position to train people on the vision of what we want property maintenance to look like in the city of Richmond, how we want to be public servants, how, you know, um, you have to have a passion for this. You can't come into code enforcement thinking that it's the million-dollar job. Mm -hmm. You come in thinking that when I go out every day and come in, I've made a difference. It may be a small ripple, but I've made a difference. I've given someone information to help them um, be better where they're at, or I've caused a structure to be safe that wasn't safe. Um, so I really enjoy knowing that that is what I do every day, that I have a, a say in how that looks. That's a great way to end our conversation. Thank you, Michelle, so much for your time and uh, giving our listeners some great nuggets that you've dropped for VBCOA and the future of VBCOA. Michelle, how can they get in contact with you if they have any questions um, outside of this podcast? You can definitely reach me at michelle.coward at rva.gov. Um, I will be glad to respond to any emails I get or any questions that you may have about VBCOA, about the city of Richmond. 
about different career opportunities about as well. About different career opportunities as well, <laughs> absolutely. Michelle, my friend, thank you so much You're for taking time welcome, to Christina. talk to us. This has been Christina Jackson, the VBCOA Education Chair, and you've been listening to VBCOA Podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast. <laughs>